Welcome to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Today on the show, we have Marshall Nyman. His company is called Nymo. And what they do is they help brands open their affiliate channels with a content approach. So Marshall, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So we were just getting into the story of your childhood and how you had pushed through some things to get to where you are today. Yeah. One of the things that I've always struggled with was ADD. And when I was making the transition from high school to college to grad school, I was really struggling and I just didn't know how to be organized or really just how to be the best of me. And it took me going to grad school and using that experience to really understand what I needed to do to be successful. And that was really a driver for me. I felt lost before grad school. When I got there, I came with just the right attitude and did what I needed to do as somebody with ADD and understanding how to organize myself best and really dive into the topics so I could set myself up for success down the road. And that was really like a very pivotal moment in my life. It was a year program that I was in for grad school. And then as soon as I graduated from there, I moved to New York. I was living on my sister's couch. And uh, shortly after that, I started working in the affiliate marketing space. Somebody gave me a chance. So how did that start look like? Literally was trying to find a job in a tough economy and was turning over every stone I could. And a buddy said, hey, you should talk to a friend of mine. And we chatted at a concert and he said, bring your computer to my office on Monday. We'll figure something out. You can apply for jobs too, but we'll at least get you some more industry knowledge. And after a few weeks, I started doing more and more stuff for them. And I worked there for four years. And that's really what gave me the vision for having my own business someday. When I was working there, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I just knew it wasn't like the right timing. And I had like the product or the, the the market to kind of go out and, and do what I needed to do. But it definitely planted the seeds and got me on my start and kind of put me in the direction of where I wanted to go. So were you actually working on what growing affiliate affiliate sales for this company? So for that company, I was actually an affiliate for them. So my first foray into affiliate marketing was actually being an affiliate. And with that, I was helping drive traffic two different offers via email. Uh, so we had a bunch of data that we owned and managed, and then we would push out different marketing offers to them. So that's that's how I got my start. And that's really what, what I did first. But now I'm no longer an affiliate. Now we're managing affiliate programs. So you got to see it from both sides then. Exactly, which is always nice. So what does managing that program look with a typical client? Yeah, so what we're doing is we're looking for content partnerships to drive top of funnel opportunities for our brand. So if you think when you go to Google, maybe you're looking for like best backpacks, best shoes, maybe you're looking best bathing suit for summer, whatever these questions are, Mother's Day is coming up, maybe best Mother's Day gifts. I know there's a lot of people searching for a lot of different things, whatever those queries are, a lot of those articles are affiliate articles. So we help our brands get their products in front of those different affiliates and editors so they can help buyers make informed decisions and that's on a performance basis so there's no big upfront budget required and then when someone checks out that affiliate gets a commission so the brand doesn't have to worry about paying anybody unless there's actually a sale so there's also a little bit lower of a risk in this channel compared to some others is there a lot of seo work involved 
So I like to say affiliate is kind of like third party SEO, first party SEO you you own for your site, third party SEO, you're asking other people to help you with your SEO outside of your site. So we're not actually doing any of that SEO stuff. All of that SEO stuff is those publishing houses, all those media corporations, those businesses have really, really strong SEO. If you look at probably the five to 10 largest media companies, when you do a search on Google, the majority of the results will come under those conglomerates. So what does your relationship look like with the affiliates? Yeah. The relate so affiliate marketing is also called relationship marketing. And so really the relationship with the affiliate is everything. When we're going to somebody to ask them to promote a, a product or brand, if they haven't worked with us in the past, they're probably a little bit more hesitant. If they have a relationship with you, if they worked with you in the past, they know the brands that you represent operate in a certain way, or if they're not getting what they need, like you're a good person to help facilitate that relationship, then they're going to be more likely to, to work with you. So it is all about those relationships and you're fostering that over time. It's not something that happens overnight. We go to conferences regularly to meet with other people in the industry, brands, affiliate networks, competitors, really whoever else is out there. So we're also getting better at what we do. So what would a, if a typical brand wanted to bring in affiliates, what could they expect as far as a percentage of their revenue? Great question. And that's a question I get asked all the time. So in the first year, the goal would be five to 7% of total e-commerce revenue on your website. By the end of the second year, we're hoping to achieve about 10%. That percentage should stay about the same if you have a healthy marketing mix because you're looking at email, SEO, search, social, display, affiliate, organic, et cetera. Like affiliate should never be 20 or 30%. But if the if the company is continuing to grow and that 10% becomes bigger over time, that is a fair number to be around. Sometimes it can be 15%. Anytime I've seen it be much higher than that, it tends to not be a very healthy affiliate program. It it's, it's, it's probably taking over a little bit of all the marketing efforts. How does the structure work with you? How do you make your money in this? So we work with a hybrid model. You have a small flat fee for the work that we do, plus a percentage of revenue on the affiliate program. So we're performance-based, just like the affiliate marketing channel is. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I mean, I, I had heard that, I had read an article, it was like affiliates should be 20 to 30% of your revenue. I'm like, how is that possible? I would love that. Yeah, I think for certain products, yeah, maybe. If it's a very like niche and specific product, then 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 possibly like there are certain verticals that are like very, very strong in affiliate that maybe like if you don't have a typical direct-to-consumer brand that we focus on, then yeah, maybe affiliate could be bigger. Like I know for lead generation, there's a ton, a ton of opportunity there, but a lot of like e-com brands tend to not do that. So like for insurance, I know there's massive percentage of the business is affiliate, same thing like with auto. So there's a lot of different verticals that aren't as traditional to like some of the e-commerce businesses that we're seeing on like a Shopify that can maybe see affiliate be a little bit bigger part of the mix because they're not a traditional business and they're not relying on maybe some of those other channels like SEO or uh, paid and et cetera. Is the e-commerce group a large portion of your client base? It's all, we only do e-commerce brands. So we focus on direct-to-consumer, 
e-commerce brands in their early stages, usually two to 25 million or so. And they, maybe they do have an affiliate program or they don't. If they do have an affiliate program, it's usually immature. They don't have the right partners and they need somebody like us to come in there, help them have the right marketing mix in their program and add other high value publishers. Are you booking them like big affiliates or is it a mix of like micro influencer structure? So it's a mix of different types of affiliates. Everybody obviously wants the biggest affiliates. We're always going after those. Those are a little bit more long tail. I think you have to build it out with some of the smaller affiliates in the beginning to figure out what works best. And then as you start to build out your brand, the bigger affiliates will be more interested. One thing that affiliates will always do before they decide to start to promote a product is they're going to look at your web traffic. They maybe look at your social handle. If they see you don't have a lot of social following, you don't get a lot of site traffic, they might be less interested. But if you have a little bit more of a niche following and you're going after certain blogs, they're not as focused maybe on that you're a smaller brand. And so you could use those more niche publishers to start to build up what you're doing. And then bigger publishers will notice that you're working with those publishers and that maybe it's something that they should take a look at. So I like to try to build it from some of the smaller publishers, easier to get those relationships off the ground. A lot of times, the product is very specific to what they're doing. So they're interested right off the bat where the larger publishers, they're covering a little bit more generic content. So with that, when it's a little more generic and broad, you have everybody that's trying to work with them where the niche publishers, there's a lot less partners that are trying to work with them. So it's a little less competitive. How do you feel about these platforms such as ShareSale and CJ? I know there's some big affiliate yeah, so we we work on an affiliate platform. Pretty much everybody always has at least one network as a brand. A publisher would work on all the networks. The networks that we work most on are ShareSale and Impact. We also work on CJ, Rakuten, AvantLink, PepperJam. So there's there's a quite a few other platforms. I would say as far as platforms go, it really just depends on the brand on which platform is best. They all are pretty similar. I like to say it's kind of like a Coke and Pepsi. Like it's it's a preference. It's not like all the publishers on one platform and you're not going to get them on another. But I do say, look at your competitors. And that's sometimes a good way to understand where you should be. If all your competitors are on one network, then the publishers you're looking for are probably on that network too. So AvantLink has a lot of the outdoor publishers. Um, so sometimes if you're an outdoors brand, like it makes sense to go on there. So that's sometimes the way to look at it. And then obviously the cost structure is slightly different for some of them. So it might make a difference on the cost, depending on where you're at for size. As you scale, certain platforms will make more sense. So I know I'm going to be talking to you after this about my e-commerce company. If our listeners wanted to reach out to you or your company, how would they do so? Best way to always find me is on LinkedIn. You can reach out to me, Marshall Nyman or through Nymo.co on our website and book a time with me there as well. So happy to chat with anybody and uh, thanks for the time. Well, thank you, Marshall, for being on the show and thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.